Hi, I'm James Wedmore, host of the Mind Your Business podcast, and I've built an eight-figure-year company selling digital products around my knowledge and expertise. In fact, this is what I've been doing in multiple niches for the past 15 years. And if you've ever wanted to do the same, or maybe you're trying, but you can't seem to get any traction, here's how I can help. As you can guess, you need an audience if you want to sell your stuff, right? But what if I told you that you don't need a big audience. You don't need millions of followers to get started. In fact, we see that it's with just your first 100 leads where you really start getting some momentum. I mean, think about it. Imagine that you're on the stage of a room filled with just 100 people in that audience right now. That's a lot of people. You don't think that a few of them would walk up to you after your talk and ask, hey, how can I keep working with you? Of course they would. And that's why I created your first 100 leads. It's a 14 video step-by-step training mini course that walks you through exactly how to get your first 100 leads fast. And the feedback and results from this free program have been amazing. Diane Shepard said, this is one of the best trainings I've ever taken. Jake Curry said, We have had 753 people sign up for this free training. Are you kidding me? Dan Netting said, I'm currently going through the first 100 leads training and James, I gotta say, it's brilliant. This training is A to Z complete and the best part is it's absolutely free. To get instant access, simply click the link in the show notes of this episode. Thanks so much and I'll see you there. G'day guys, Ben here, your host of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. And I just want to add to this, if you want to jump in on James Wedmore's Your First 100 Leads training, while it's still available for free, go to engagevideomarketing.com slash YF100 for your first 100. Engagevideomarketing.com slash YF100. Jump on it and I'll see you there. All right, let's get on with the show. G'day guys, Ben here from Engage Video Marketing and I'm here at Social Media Marketing World in San Diego in California for the 10th annual Social Media Marketing World. And I wanna ask you a question. What if you're creating long form content and there was an easy mindset shift that you could have to help you dominate in short form as well? That's Reels, TikTok, YouTube Shorts. Well, I've got Latasha James here who is an expert in this stuff and uh, she's got a lot of insight to share around this. So uh, welcome, Latasha. Thanks for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. So tell me a little bit about, about you. So you're a marketer, you're a yep. content creator and you're a coach and you run your marketing agency as well, James and Park. Yep. Um, so tell me like, what got you into the world of marketing and video and yeah yeah that's a great question i mean i loved video growing up i was always like playing around with a camera as soon as i was able to and i actually ended up going to school for film and video i actually thought that i was going to work in the news i was kind of on that broadcast track doing a lot of on-camera work And then I realized that just wasn't the path I wanted to go down for many different reasons. Um, And also that I really loved the post-production side the most. Like I actually didn't love being on camera. Sometimes people are surprised to hear that because I'm a YouTuber, but that's not my favorite part at all. Um, Editing is really where the magic comes to life. So I started my YouTube channel and I started offering, I got my first um, freelance video client just from like a friend was like, oh yeah, I have a friend who does videos and stuff. Maybe she can help you. She was an author. Uh, and I, I put together a video for her and then over time I realized this was probably like 20, 2015-ish and video was just growing and growing on social media. So a lot of brands started hiring me to produce Facebook ad videos and you know this was obviously before stories and shorts and all that. 
but really social first video is how I kind of pivoted um, the agency as opposed to just being like, at that time it was all organic social media, just copywriting and sharing articles and things like that. So I was really able to differentiate myself by offering that video component. Yeah. So when did you, either for your own business or your own personal brand or for a client, when did you start um, seeing the, the real power of short form video? So was mm -hmm. it, I don't know, Instagram stories first or where did where did that kick off for you? Yeah, I mean, I would say Instagram stories slash even before that Snapchat, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, that was really what pioneered, the platform that pioneered this stuff. Uh, and that was, at that point I was consulting with a startup. It was an influencer market, marketing startup. And we were just seeing so much power from our Snapchat. Um, we worked with a lot of other influencers doing like gifted product exchanges and things like that. And that's where they would share their unboxings. That's where they would really provide that brand content. Um, and then of course that translated over to Instagram stories. And I still think Instagram stories are one of the most powerful ways to connect. You know, it's for like this type of stuff when you're at a conference, just chatting back and forth, meeting people, um, and, and having that like close relationship with your audience, I still think it's super powerful. Yeah, cool. So my audience here on the podcast and probably watching on YouTube as well, that they, they wouldn't really call themselves content creators, yeah. right? Or YouTubers or influencers. Like typically they're, they're trying to use video to grow a, a business. Yeah. Like, um, you know, bricks and mortar or service-based business yeah. or, um, you know, uh, knowledge-based business, right? So for those people, you know, even if they have taken the step and they're, and they're doing some sort of long-form content, yep. it might be YouTube or it might be, you know, on other platforms, there, there's a bit of hesitation around short-form. They're kind of, you know, thinking that it's more for the influencers or for yeah. the younger crowd. Yeah. What would you say to those people? Um, that's me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I can totally relate. I have like stomped my feet about TikTok. I'm like, I'm not doing it. I'm too old for this. I'm, I don't like watching it uh, personally. Uh, so I really, I really hesitated to be honest, but me protesting it isn't really going to change much. Yeah. So, you know, we, as, as marketers, as creators, as people who work in digital, we have to be used to change. Like that is that's the name of the game. Technology changes, platforms change, what, what's popular changes. So we have to be able to adapt with that. The cool thing is long form content can very easily translate over to short form content. Right. And that was kind of the mindset shift that I had to have is that I don't need to do the same thing that a 16 year old is doing on TikTok. And I probably shouldn't be, you know, that, that doesn't make sense for my brand. That doesn't make sense for me. Like that doesn't feel right to me. Um, so you have to find show up in the way that does feel comfortable and that does work for your audience as well. So for me, that has been just repurposing primarily. That's how I've built really my Instagram reels and my TikTok platform is just by repurposing. I do the occasional, you know, uh, it made for the app like video, but for the most part, I'm just cutting down my existing video podcasts and posting them there. Yeah, cool. So I, I want to get tactical with you into some yeah. of that strategy and how you do that in a moment. Before, before we do that, I'd love to get your take on what do you see as the the differences or the nuances between content designed for long form mm -hmm. and content that really takes off in short form platforms? Yeah, great question. So long form content is really, you know, you get that full storytelling path. Like as a, as a video person, as a filmmaker, like we understand exposition and setting and characters and conflict. Like we understand all of those different storytelling elements, whereas short form is really to the point. Um, and so there's elements of all of those things in any good story, but it, you know, for the short form stuff, you really have to be a little bit more directed, like skip some of that fluff. 
uh, people can get that in long form if they want to. I also think that short form content is really where that trendy, like in the moment stuff lives. So if there's something going on industry news wise, or there's like a big pop culture trend, short form is probably where I'd put my energy. I don't really tend to do a lot of that stuff on long form because for me, that's really evergreen. Like some of my most popular YouTube videos are five years old, you know? And so I try to really have an evergreen strategy with long form. And then if I do want to comment on, you know, something new that happened in the social media world, I'll just do that either on stories or reels or whatever. Okay, cool. So talk us through your strategy. So, and, and particularly how you approach the production of the longer form content with a view that there's repurposing going to happen, because yeah. I think that there's probably ways to, to mess this up, right? Yes. You know, in producing the wrong structure to your long form video that just doesn't work. Yeah repurpose. So talk us through your yeah. strategy there. It starts with an outline for me. I don't script really any of my videos, fully script them, but I always do an outline, just bullet points of what I'm going to talk about. Um, and what I do is I try to try to keep in mind that this is going to be cut onto TikTok, Instagram, wherever, LinkedIn. And so just paying attention, maybe doing a little scan of what's trending on those platforms before I start recording my long form video and see if there's anything that I want to make sure that I call out in that long form content. So for example, I just did a podcast that was all about, I, I teach social media managers how to you know, be better at their jobs, basically. So I, I did a podcast that was kind of talking about why social media management is a good field to get into. So instead of just kind of freestyling it, like I might normally, I did a little bit of research on LinkedIn, on TikTok to see um, I, I found an article that shared the top digital marketing skills that were in demand. And so then I was able to say, okay, I know people love numbers, like short form, people love percentages, numbers, dollar amounts, anything that's really compelling like that. So I pulled that stat and put that into my outline so that I could make sure that I was getting that part really tight and solid in a, you know, 15, 30 second soundbite so that I could easily repurpose it, you know, at the end. Um, so, mm -hmm. are you thinking through that when you're recording? You're thinking this is a soundbite that's yeah. going to be repurposed. Yeah. So when you're recording the long formula, I'm going to make sure I'm. Yeah. I finish my sentence and yeah. finish the idea. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to make sure I get that okay. part really yeah, good. And fine. and sometimes that means I'm retaking that just that that part maybe a couple times to make sure that it is like okay was that about 30 seconds yeah. so that I'm not rambling on because you know as a long-form creator I have a tendency to do that <laughs> as we do as podcasters and stuff um, and then another thing that I do is just the actual like how I'm shooting it zooming out just a tad you know I just enough to give me enough headroom and all of that um, to crop it into a vertical a vertical aspect ratio yeah so I think any of us um myself included, who have tried to, uh, you know, massage a long form 16, nine widescreen shot content into a vertical frame have come across those issues before, yes. but just by a little bit, just a little mindset shift of, of shooting with the repurposing in mind is what you're talking about. They're shooting a little wider, yep. you know, thinking about the content, some of the content in those structured bite-sized chunks. Yep. I think that's just super smart and it's just, it doesn't require much. It's probably what you're already doing anyway. It's just like, yep being a little bit more intentional for with, sure. your, with your production. For right? sure, for yeah. sure. And then when you move into post-production, um, are you outsourcing that or are you handling that yourself? Or what's do, your process to streamline that? Yeah, yeah, I do all my own editing still. Um, I'm my own worst nightmare in that regard because I know I should probably outsource Control. it. Yes, it's hard for me to give up. I love it, like I love editing so much. Um, so yeah, I do all my own editing. So I use Final Cut to edit. And what I do is I use markers 
Uh, most editors have like some version of that. While I'm listening to it, again, I'll just drop a little marker in the timeline when I hear something that I'm like, hmm, that could be an interesting clip yeah. to stand on its own. So it really does, again, it doesn't add much time to the process at all. I'm just doing what I'm normally doing. And then on that final pass through before I export, I just, um, you know, start new, new events and put them into vertical format anywhere that I've dropped that flag. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. And then are you doing anything else as far as uh, assuming burning in captions and yeah. Yeah. Are you yeah. Doing that in Final Cut? We're um, getting very tactical now, by the way, guys, but I'm yeah. interested. <laughs> yeah, I do. I actually use a tool called Descript. Yeah, right. Have you heard of it? Yeah. For captions. So it's cool because it, I also use that to get my transcripts or my, yeah, uh, captions, mm -hmm. you know, for YouTube videos, which is great. So it, it transcribes your video for you. It allows you to add captions on really nicely. I do not do cap burned in captions for TikTok. I've just found that TikTok really likes you to use their native captioning feature. Yeah. So I just export like the, just the plain video, 16.9 video, upload that to TikTok. But for like Instagram Reels, LinkedIn, YouTube Shorts, I will burn in the captions with Descript. Yeah, yeah, cool. Mm -hmm. The tool that we've been using is, is CapCut. Okay, yeah. So, so CapCut, you know, it's owned by TikTok. I actually yes. don't know, it'd be interesting to, to test whether or not if it's created in CapCut using CapCut's titling features, yeah. whether or not that would circumvent some of those TikTok issues. But I think it's still a third-party tool, right? So I feel like they yeah. want you to use CapCut, though. Yeah. TikTok does. Well, CapCut's great. Yeah, actually. it yeah, is. It's free. And it's so, a free editor. Yeah. I know I've recommended it to a lot yeah. of people, too. Awesome. So let's go into a little bit about, um, about your strategy then of once you've got these short-form pieces of content, how does it play into, like, is the goal... I guess another way to phrase this is I've, I've often talked on this podcast about this idea of a tiered distribution strategy, right? Mm -hmm. So just to briefly explain that, it's the idea that you've got your hero piece of content, which is probably your long form content. Um, and then you use these, you know, extracts or these different pieces of shorter pieces of content to drive viewership back to the main piece of content. Yeah. Now, obviously that could happen with short form, but as the, as the industry's changed and viewing habits have changed, I think that that those short pieces of content should survive on themselves. They should, yeah. you know, drive audience behavior the way you want it to without having to see the main piece of content, right? So how do you think about that? And yeah. what is the, what's the goal, strategic goal from those pieces of content that you're sharing on various platforms? Yeah, great question. So yeah, the, the role of short form vertical video in particular is not to clickbait. I think I see this a lot. People will be like, oh, you know, here, I just found out the top three marketing skills in demand. Click on my, the link in my bio to find out what they are. That doesn't work. Yeah. Like, that's not what those audiences want. They want value. They just want it in a really short period of time. So instead of doing that, I might say, hey, here's the number one most in-demand marketing skill. Here are two. I talked about two others over on my podcast. You know, like you can tease it in a way um, while still giving value, while still giving like a complete thought in a video. So I do think that's really important to make sure that they stand on their own. So yeah, when I am looking through those clips and making sure like, would this make sense on its own or, you know, cause some things you really need that additional context before or after to understand what I'm yeah, talking about. So are you about. filming then some additional calls to action when you need to, that won't be in the long form? No, I usually don't. Yeah, I, right. If I do any calls, additional calls to action, I'm just going to put them on screen with like yeah. a caption or in the description. Um, like text that might say, 
watch the full episode for exactly. a few more tips or something. But honestly, I don't even really do that. I don't, I really don't. Cause I, I truly believe that if people like what you're providing, they're going to find you. They like they will find a way to get in touch. So one thing that I do is I'll sometimes tag, like I have an Instagram for my podcast specifically. So I might tag my podcast in it or I'll actually change the audio. You know how it usually says original audio at the Latasha James. Mm. Instead I'll change it. So it says freelance Friday podcast or latashajames.com slash podcast. Can you do that? Yeah. I'll show you how. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll figure that out. Yes. Yes. Because that way, that. if somebody does, if they're like, oh, that's a really cool clip, like, where can I find more of this guy? Then they can look up your podcast or your website or whatever. So adding those little brand elements so if people really want to find you, they will. Um, but as far as the role of, of short form content, I think it really does help just with brand. Um, I personally don't see a lot of full conversions from like TikTok or Instagram reels. But what I do see is subscribers on my YouTube channel, um, listeners on my podcast. And that in turn, like I have that funnel figured out. I've been doing this for 10 years. So then, you know, I take that and, and then I can turn people into actual clients yeah mm -hmm. awesome and just briefly just in closing here like what's it done for you and your business like mm -hmm. you've been you've been doing the podcast for a while and have you been doing video the whole time with your podcast um about four years of yeah. the podcast okay. yeah. and repurposing in a short form and yeah what's it meant for your brand for your business yeah i think the biggest thing is it's opened me up to a new audience so uh you know tiktok is exploding in popularity and it's definitely not just for young people but that's, it still is mostly, you know, a lot of young people, a lot of newer people who wouldn't be finding me otherwise. So it's definitely helped with that. Um, it's funny because I'll even, even before I started actively posting on TikTok, I would get other people posting about my podcast on TikTok. Um, and so that was really cool to see that, you know, I was being introduced to this new audience, even without me necessarily doing, doing all the hard work of doing it myself. So yeah. Yeah, it's, it's definitely helped expand the pool of listeners. Awesome, cool. Yeah. Well, let's hope to expand your pool of listeners a bit more. So yeah. uh, if you are listening or watching, um, where can we find out more about you and maybe yeah. follow your podcast? And yeah. So shout out the name of the Freelance sure. Friday. Yeah, yeah, Freelance Friday podcast on all the listening apps. Um, I'm Latasha James on YouTube and at the Latasha James everywhere on social, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, all the things. Excellent, cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining me. Yeah. And I am gonna stay around and pick her brain a bit more. So. Yeah, all right, thanks, thanks guys. so much for having me. All right, thanks for watching guys. And if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to click this video next over the head here. And uh, we'll go into another expert interview here from Social Media Marketing World if you click there and uh, subscribe and I'll see you soon.